finals. <sighs> you guys recognize this feeling, don't you? Oh, you guessed it. <laughs> you motherfucking you, guessed you know it. The, you know the final round feeling. You motherfucking guessed it. And here's the thing. And here's the thing. Mm. Let's not get it twisted here. I know we're coming in all nice, cool, calm, and collected. But we weren't. We weren't always this calm. Absolutely not. And collected. But we're not bringing a couple up the days past. ago. We're not breaking up the um, past. Y- you know, <laughs> I feel like it would be remiss of us not to uh, discuss Game Seven. Well, I mean, let's let's like 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 let the, to carry back off where we left off the last time we sat down here, right? Mm-hmm. This was before the series with Miami even started. Everyone, welcome back, Boston Bro Show, episode fifty, whatever doesn't matter. We left here. With our predictions of how the Miami series was gonna go, I was talking cash shit. You were talking cash shit. I was talking Boston in three. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Boston in three. Um, I, I said, but but your real predictions, our real predictions was Celtics in five. Mm -hmm. I I think I said Celtics in five as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Alec, I don't know if you gave a prediction. You did. I think I said in six. Yeah, you did give a prediction. Yeah, Uh, you said in six. Respectful one out of all of us. It was only respectful one, but I chose. I made a vow of not talking shit because I had uh, to be honest. I had so much disdain for the Miami Heat especially after what happened in the bubble that I couldn't like, and I was talking cash shit mm-hmm. and I didn't want to like bring that type of energy towards mm-hmm. this series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you this for the audience. This was the most gut wrenching shit I've ever been through. Man. Most gut wrenching series I've ever been through from a level of just like waking up sick. <laughs> Sick. After game six, I was sick. You hear me? Sick. Tossing and turning. Oh, man. Going into that Friday. I think it was a Thursday night or some shit. Uh Having to work the next morning, nigga. Like, I was sick. I couldn't sleep. I woke up with a headache. Damn, man. Hitting my stuff. I was just so sick. But I felt it, bro. I felt it that night. Because you know, like we said in the last pod, I'm more comfortable when the Celtics have their back up, back against the wall mm-hmm. than when they are at home, they're up, they're feeling good. I don't like it. So I was feeling sick, bro. And Checker was uh, feeling so sick, he sent out this text message. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're about to cancel this podcast and turn it into a non-sports pod. <laughs> this shit has been bad for my mental health. <laughs> <laughs> dead ass yo dead ass I was revisiting my whole life nigga I was like yo why do I be doing this sports shit bro I woke up it was no it was a Friday or Saturday morning everybody was talking about F1 and shit I'm like I need to get into F1 I need to leave this these sports alone dog I gotta leave these nigga sports alone cause this shit's stressing me out I'm fucking, I'm fucked up. Listen, all, you know that, what I mean? all that, well, just embrace the journey. Don't think about it too much. That's all bullshit. Yo, yo listen, yo. I'm, I, I'm, I'm probably of us right now, probably the most detached from sports, right? And that's only out of very, very, very good acting skills on my part. <laughs> Pretending that I'm not fucking going through internally just turmoil mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Listen, I thought that I could trust these bastards for game six and say, you know what? 
it's either make time to watch this game or try to relax and get out of the house. I can't have it both ways. No, you cannot. And I couldn't I, believe and it. I, and I said, I okay, you know it. what? I'm going to track the game. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. Huh. I'm going to trust these guys to take care of business oh, no. at home. Oh, no. And when I'm tracking game six now, and Jimmy Butler is a fucking machine. Dog, fuck this nigga. You but, know but what? No, all due, with, know, the first time ever, with all due respect. Mm, with all due respect. Fuck that nigga, straight listen, up. With all due respect. You know why I hate? Carry on. You, know, you know what I hate about Jimmy Butler? What I hate about Jimmy Butler is if I were to design a player and want to play a play a certain kind of way, he would be Jimmy Butler. Everything. When he's on, he gives you everything on both sides of the court, offense and defense. And on offense, he's constantly thinking, attack, attack, attack the basket. Which, stunningly enough, amazingly enough, is exactly what he should have done in that final possession. <laughs> but he chose to pull up for that three in game seven. Which, for all intents and purposes, when you understand rhythm and games, and you watch mm -hmm. enough basketball... You be hard pressed, even knowing his shooting percentage, to say that when he pulled up for that three, that you didn't think it was going in. Mm -hmm. Just off of momentum and rhythm alone, because usually guys like that who aren't good three point shooters, everyone in the NBA is a good catch and shoot three point shooter or a walk up three point shooter. Because both things involve you having to either you have to get into your rhythm real quick, so it's just more you know muscle memory mm -hmm. essentially on both shots. Mm -hmm. Just that one is you're standing still, you go to muscle memory of your shooting rhythm. Mm -hmm. and the other ones you 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 you, you, got, you got the kinetic energy going into it. That's why when people say, "Well, his legs look like they weren't in it at the end," not to me. He was up in the air. That was a real jump shot. And we look at the way he usually shoots. It was a good form jump shot for him. The ball just did not go through the net. But that was not a bad shot, in my opinion. I think... I'll, I'll let you finish. Uh, it, it was not a bad shot, in my opinion. But with that said, if going into that situation, I could get into his ear, I'm saying you attack the basket. Yeah. Because, yeah. because if your whole thing is... Hey, I want to end the game now with this three, potentially end the game with this three and put us up by one with like 12 seconds left or whatever. If you're Trey Young or, or, or a, you know, a, a multitude of the majority of NBA players right now who are good three-point shooters, I'd be like, yeah, okay, take that three. And there's zero second guessing. Mm -hmm. The only second guesser for Jimmy is, bro, you've literally been the, the idol of the and one possession Throughout this series, mm -hmm. you could have accomplished that same goal attacking Al Horford, who, although he was backpedaling, in my opinion, he's our best defender on Jimmy when Jimmy's going to the basket. Mm -hmm. You could have attacked Al Horford with the same potential to score the basket and get an and one. Mm -hmm. You could have. I mean, he did, it in, game, shot he did well. it in game six. Hmm? He did it in game yeah, six. Yeah, he did it in game six. So my only thing with Jimmy is it's not a bad shot considering all. But could you have gotten a better look? Yes. You could have gotten a better look. Uh, that could have netted you. That had the potential to net you the same results that you seemed to be going after After in terms of taking that three, which which for all intents and purposes, even if you score that basket, I still think your team loses because I think the Celtics come back, score, and then come back, defend you guys, and win the game. But uh, we don't even need to go into those hypotheticals. Gotcha. Um, but, Alec, you were going to say, so we're going to, we were talking about, okay, whether, 
um, cause we jumped around a little bit. So, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about if, if you were okay with that shot. Was that what you were going to talk about, Alec? Yeah. Mm. Cause I'm looking, I'm looking at it again right now. And even when I saw it live, like mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of a bad shot. If he, cause it's like, like we've said on the pod before, it's a make or miss league, right? Mm-hmm. Like niggas are talking about if it's a good shot or a bad shot now, right. if he had made it, He's a hero. He's a hero. He's yeah. fucking clutch. He's, he's a fu- he's a dog. Yeah. He's Buckets. a fucking he's everything. Mm-hmm. He's all these things that people want to like crown him for whatever. Mm-hmm. And at at first when I first saw it, I wasn't too mad about it because he was feeling it in the fourth like they were coming back mm-hmm. and I'm not opposed to when a player is feeling it and when they're hot mm-hmm. and they just take threes like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling it and the ball's going down for you, then take the shot. Fuck mm-hmm. it. Like, mm-hmm. And Jimmy Butler isn't known to be a three-point shooter, but he was knocking him down game six whenever he dropped yeah. like 40 or like... Yeah, game six. six yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I mean, he he was feeling hot. He like four threes in that game. And he hit a transition three earlier in the game. Yeah, that was... There, when they all looked... Well, they visually, were, it, was, it was the same thing. Same as one, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I mean, if he's feeling Walk it... Walk up he, three. If he's feeling it, then he's feeling it. So I wasn't too mad about the shot. But upon like mm-hmm. thinking about it, I kind of mm-hmm. changed my mind on it. Because mm-hmm. I think like, mm-hmm. given how much time was on the clock, I'm mm-hmm. looking at it right now. There is 18 seconds, 17.8 mm-hmm. seconds when he's shooting the ball. Mm-hmm. Even if he would have made the shot and then go up by one, we have a timeout. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they only would have been up by one. And yeah. we were in the bonus. Yes. Yeah. So... Considering that the, like he just left too much time on the clock to yeah, be taking yeah. a shot that early, yeah. so even if he made it, it would have been crazy. Yeah, it still wouldn't have won them the game. Yeah, still won the game. like yeah. They, yeah. there's still too many variables, right. for why that shot would have been bad. What if yeah. he made it or he missed it, and right. he did miss it. And and I think that I think that where where I land is literally right in the middle, and I feel like that's where we all land. Yeah. The question of was it a bad shot? I think objectively. Objectively, from a basketball standpoint, time, personnel, situation, everything, that is a terrible shot. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. A transition three from a dude that's shooting 18% from three. You have it. You, you, it's, it's the, the time, 18 seconds, personnel, Jimmy Butler, not a good three-point shooter. The defender, defender Al Horford, you are, you're only down two. It's the game is on the line to go to the finals. Your team is going. That is a bad shot. But to me, it's the question is, did Jimmy Butler earn the right to shoot that shot? Of course. he And to me, he absolutely did. He absolutely did. If if there's one person on that team, on the Miami Heat, that can take the season in his hand and decide whether we go on or whether we lose, it's Jimmy Butler. So was it a bad shot? Absolutely. Situationally and personnel-wise, it was a terrible shot, but the way that things were going, Jimmy Butler's the only person that can make that decision. And my mind was, my mind, when he pulled up for that shot, it switched, my, my, my brain switched quickly. My first initial thought was, this is great. When he stopped and pulled up, mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> That's what my first, bra- that was my first split yeah. synapse yeah. thought was. Yep. What yep. the fuck is he doing? Yep. 
Because even though he was ga- like he's a gamer, yeah. my thought was, why the fuck would you shoot a three in yeah. this situation? Yeah. I'm thinking he's about to go one on one with Al Horford. Yep. Yep. Al Horford is either going to foul him, mm-hmm. get to the line, or end one one of those fucking things. Nothing is good because nothing is good. Good. Nothing I, good is about to come good from this. About moment. To happen for the Celtics if Jimmy Butler's attacks attacks the basket there. Yeah. But him pulling up for that three was like... He let him off the hook. He let him off the hook. Mm. He let us off the hook. Mm. And I respected him for taking the shot. So is this... Is, mm. Would you say that, 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 that... Would you say that this is one of those situations where people are standing on ceremony then? I think because, what it is is because people I feel are... Like everyone's afraid to say, no, that was a terrible shot. He I, shouldn't have taken it, et cetera, et cetera, I et think cetera. the reason... I, I've but heard people... due to the fact that he is Jimmy Butler and what he means to that team, no one wants to say that because he's he, he's earned the right to take that shot, even if it's a questionable shot I, during that situation of the game. I think what it is is that I think everyone's prisoner of the moment. Mm-hmm. I think off of Jimmy Butler's two two game performances in game six and game seven made people forget his performances in game three, four, and five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like when people like, and I've heard this a lot, and I've, I've actually had to come down from it, right? Because I'm like, dog, nah, 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 nah. Jimmy Butler was a, nah, nah, nah. Jimmy Butler was fucking, was, was the MVP of the series, dog. I can't even front. That nigga, give him the thing. Da-da-da-da. Of course, they were going to give it to Jason Tatum. But yeah. I was like, like, I wasn't really saying he was. Yeah, yeah, but it was like, no, no, he really, but I, at the moment, I was prisoner of the moment. Yeah. But in the come down, it's like, oh, yeah, Jimmy Butler was trash for like three games. He was like trash. He, so like, yeah, you had those those great performances, and then you kind of earned that because no one he Jimmy was trash. Here's the thing, Jimmy was fantastic game one and game game one and a couple like game one, and then and then he was trash for a little bit. But the problem was with Miami, there wasn't anyone else. He was good for game that, one, game three, game six, and game seven. Yeah, those um, are the games that he well, was good. Well, no one in Miami really stepped up consistently mm-hmm. to. Be like, well, if it isn't if it isn't Jimmy, who is it? Yeah. Who in there can if that was the same situation and Jason Tatum took that shot, we would have fucking ran him out of town. If Jason Tatum picked that shot in that situation? Absolutely. I mean because we have Jalen Brown. Because we have Marcus Smart, these are all players that are playing well in this series. Mm-hmm. So if you put it on your hands to take that shot in that scenario, they would have fucking killed him. But Jimmy Butler is the man in Miami. Mm-hmm. There isn't anyone that they've been counting on in this entire series to play well. And there isn't anyone. It, it, he's the best player, head of, and above the best player on that the, team. The, the, only so, thing I, the only thing I'll say about that, though, is, is that I don't think if, 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 Jay, if Jason or Jalen in the exact same situation, pull up for that three. I don't think they get run out of town. I think if Marcus Smart pulls up for that three, he gets run out of town. And here's why. Because we've seen over their career consistently Jason and Jalen take big-time threes and hit them. Yeah, but that was a bad shot, though. And and, and hold on, hold on. Take take big-time three and hit them. But that was a bad shot. 
in today's NBA for a dude like Jimmy Butler. But that's not a bad shot in today's NBA's for three points. I understand shooters, that, but that's like but, a but, JT but here's, or JB here's my thing. Or, here's my thing. This is the Miami or Heat. Or Steph Curry or whatever. This is, this is the Miami Heat. This yeah. is Miami media. This is yeah. Miami fans. Yeah. They're fucking just looking for a good time. Yeah. This is Boston media. This yeah. is the Celtics. Yeah. This is a team with all the questions on the line of if they can get over the hump, if they're going to blow, blow leads, blow this, blow that. In that situation, mm-hmm. anybody that pulls up and takes a transition three in that situation is getting murdered. They're getting killed. I think too, like, I think you can, you can, you can have it both ways. I think even if it was Steph Curry taking that shot. Yeah. It can still be a terrible shot. Yeah. But it's Steph. And, and, and but if it's you Steph. Make it, and he's yeah. one, he's a champion, this, that, and the third, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But I'm, I mean, like, you switch roles and with all the things that have unproven. Because to them, Jimmy's a, Jimmy got them to the finals. Mm-hmm. Post-Wade and Braun. Mm-hmm. He's the man. Win or lose. Up here, it doesn't even matter. That shit wouldn't even matter. <laughs> you're not Larry Bird. You're not Paul Pierce. You're not Kevin Garnett. You're not these people. But well, to them, Jimmy Butler's going up in the rafter well, 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 in Miami let, already. I, and I agree with that. You know what I mean? So let me, Whereas, let, let me come back to that statement, mm-hmm. though, about the run out of town if it was like a, a, a Jason puts up that shot. Because you have to break it down. And this is where I come in terms of uh, basically just disregarding the local media out here because fuck what the media says because they're going to kill you win or lose, all right? So that to me, in terms of like, yeah, the media might kill you. The media might run, 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 might really talk their shit. But... I, th- I believe there's this, there's this separation that's forming now between our media out here and who covers our sports in particularly and the actual fans themselves because the fans are more up to date with where the game is at versus where the media is in terms of accepting where the game is at. So my whole big thing about Jimmy taking the three is it's not a bad three. It's a bad three when Jimmy takes it. That's what I'm saying. It's a bad shot. It's a like, bad shot. Well, in a well, situation scenario, that's a bad shot. But I don't agree. Well, are you saying it's a bad shot situation scenario regardless of who's shooting Regardless it? of the personnel. Okay, and that's Regardless of personnel, that's, so, a, that's a bad shot. Just so we could identify Jimmy Butler, you add in the personnel. You add in the personnel, it makes it worse. Yeah. With with and then you add in if you put in if you put in you you insert you reverse roll this is in the garden game seven, um we forced the game seven we're trying to get to the we're trying to get to the thing they've let all get we're on a run that would have been front page every like dog they this team has done this team hasn't done anything in anything in Boston mm-hmm. they have not done anything in Boston. They would run that clip all fucking off season. And you got to understand, it's media affects things because the media is going to affect how that player feels. That's the type of questions that are going to get asked over the off season. Every news conference, this, that, and the third. Agents hear it. The league hears it. Her, I did it, duh. They were really unhappy with, 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 with why, with Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown taking that shot or Mark. Oh my God, if it was Marcus Smart, like I can't yeah. even like, like dog. We're that ready. shit would have ran on we're a ready loop. To, we're ready. That's what I'm saying. It's about, and again, I, I understand what you mean. The, the thing I just disagree with is the, it being deemed a bad shot for me changes with personnel because that exact same scenario, who, who, who are the best three-point shooting? Jimmy Butler is a forward, right? He plays a forward position. Yeah, so the sure. best three-point shooting forwards in the league are probably 
Jason Tatum, um, who are the two very, very good three-point shooting forwards in the NBA? Um, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Um, and let's let's find a third one in there. Good three-point shooter, forward position. Brandon Ingram, like I don't know. Uh, Luka, fine, Luca. Uh, we can put, we can count Luca as forward. Isn't he a point guard? No, he's a forward. With, yeah. with, okay, fine. Let's yeah. put Luca there, right? So Kevin Durant pulls off for that three. Luca Doncic pulls off for that three, uh, or Jason Tatum pulls off for that three. Those, all three of those guys, with the exception of Jason, are going to be able to go home to a media that will embrace them, right? You said all those guys except Jason? Except Jason. You're right. Go, go back to a media that will right. embrace Especially Luca. Especially Luca. Luca yeah. could do no wrong. Right. What I'm saying is the media around here is so bad and negative as it is that the gravity of a Jason Tatum pulling up for that shot, all scenarios remaining the same, it's not going to affect him because... Because it's not going to affect him as bad as it would because the media is already in a negative place anyways. And I feel like the fans here are not going to... You don't think not, the fans would have turned? I, I don't think the fans are going to go to get to the point where it's like, oh, well, the media is going to say, hey, Jason took that shot. He missed it. Get him the fuck out of here. The fans going to say, Jason took that shot. He missed it. He's got to fucking do better. Right. So the separation for me is... The media is going to look at you around here and try to get you the fuck out of this city, out of this town. The fans are going to look at here and be like, no, you need to do better because we're, we're, we're past the point of, because even with someone like Marcus, and let's say we lose game seven, right? When Marcus shooting the way that he was, he, he took five out of our last, mm -hmm. five of our last six yeah. shots, yeah. four of them were three point shots, yeah. right? Yeah. Let's say we lose this game. We lose game seven. Uh-huh. The media, uh -huh. but Dan Show's gonna be like, get this motherfucker out of here. He is not our point guard. And for a day, I probably would be on that bandwagon. Dog, you. But then I feel that after another 24 hours, it's gonna be like, you know what? That was fucking terrible. But we've already ridden out so much that we want to see this through. Jay, I in terms of In terms of <laughs> niggas just gotta get better. These guys have to get better. Dog. Jeremy, Jeremy, right. his, his, it, and, and I think, like, correct, like, I, I'm, 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 I feel like, I feel like what it is is I think because like, like, I'm on Twitter, you know what I mean? Twitter, I'm in the Boston every single day. You, you, while you walk in, I'm working with people. They're talking about the Celtics, the this and that all year from top to bottom. That's why I have, that's why after game six, I fucking couldn't sleep mm -hmm. because understanding that it's not just about winning. It's not about winning to me. It's really not even about just winning, just winning, um, beating Miami and getting to the finals in a basketball sense. For me, it was about for these group of, of uh, our core to finally get people to shut the fuck up. Because if we did not get to the finals, especially in this way, they, it, to me, that was the end. It, it was going to be the end. Because this would have been the fourth time Marcus Smart lost in the, in the, in the, in the conference finals. The fourth time um, um, Jalen Brown. The third time um, um, Jason Tatum. The, the, the sports, not just the media, the fans. The fans 
or we're reaching their edge. If we were to lose in the way that we were going to lose, and if we would have lost like that, where someone took a, because that would have been deemed selfish. Yeah. It would have been looked at as selfish. Especially if it was Marcus who pulled, if pulled it's, up and it's, shot it. Yeah, it would have been really bad if it was Marcus. If it was Jason, if it was Jalen, that would have been terrible. Terrible. And that's that's my point. It's like, it's not just media that's done, that's, that has these narratives. It's fans too. We're, we're sitting here going into, going in, seeing all these tweets, all of these, these spaces on Twitter with spaces like, you know, with spaces on Twitter. You're seeing all these things on Instagram, the comments, the this, the that. It's real fans like being like, dog, this, this team needs to get over the fucking hump. It's not like some happy to be. These niggas are frustrated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they look at this team like a bunch of underachievers. But so if he to me, year. if he was. Yeah, they lose, but they lose that. If they, I'm saying if they lose game seven. Then next year is the final go around with this core, because with all things considered, I think, I think it would have been the final go around reluctantly. Though I feel like the only way it would have been the final go around is if we wouldn't be able to find someone to trade for Marcus or trade for Jay. You know what yeah, I mean? We could, or find the right trade well, scenario. Yeah, that's that's we we could argue about that part all day. But my my thing ultimately would be like, look, if they lose Game Seven in whatever scenario, next season is going to be our final year of keeping this core together. And, and the reason I say that, and the main reason I say that is this, this is year one under Ime. And for all intents and purposes, they have, aside from how the season started, one can make the argument that they've, under, they've overachieved considering that they have a first year head coach. Yeah, someone so, can make that argument. So, but, so but, I'm but, thinking, but, so my mindset is, Let's say Marcus ends the game the way Jimmy Butler ends it. All that stress, all that frustration from the fans eventually boils down to, okay, okay, Ime, the way we fucking lost this shit, you need to fix this. Because this goes back to what I said, what I said about Ime going into game seven against the Bucks and game, uh, game six and seven against the Heat. These games are going to be about you as a coach. What team do you get to perform? What team are you going to get to come out to perform? I love the team that you got to come out to perform in game seven against the Bucks. Not so much the team overall in, in game six, just, just because I felt like, and again, I didn't watch it just from tracking it. At, you did not, you failed to make the proper adjustment to Jimmy in terms of forcing him into a passer versus a, a finisher at the basket. But I wasn't there to watch the game, the nuances of how is it being played. And then game seven, game seven, they played perfect. Not, not perfect, but they played. They, the Celtics played very, very, very good in game seven. Mm -hmm. They never were down, led from start to finish. It literally, shit that just did not even appear to even be collapsing. So the final three and a half minutes, and it all started, which to me, I, my mind would never understand this. When Marcus is inbounding the ball, and he's letting, he's it, just letting it roll, up. Shit roll and he's up. letting it roll yeah, up. I noticed That's that. literally yeah. the opposite of what the fuck yeah, we're trying yeah, to do here. Yeah. Like, it, it's literally like Marcus Smart. Forgot how to play point guard. Yeah, but that, but that's and that's what and that's what I mean. Like, I like we could we could flip it. Like we yeah. could we could flip it. Even even like I don't know. We won. I don't know why we're talking. Why we were like going over this. But like, but I mean, it's because it's, it's, it's interesting it's, conversation. The, but the like, way we almost lost is the thing we're trying to but, but that's, overcome. Right, and that, and that's what I mean about about flipping it. It's like imagine. Okay, let's like forget it. Like let's say like we're not saying that Jimmy that um that like oh scenario. Let's put um Tatum or Brown or or Smart into taking that mm -hmm. shot. Let's say Jimmy hits that shot. Mm -hmm. Let's say Jimmy hits that shot and it's over. Mm -hmm. 
right? We don't score again. Mm -hmm. We collapse. Mm -hmm. 13 point lead with three minutes and 30 seconds to go. Mm -hmm. I would, nigga, I would have deleted my Twitter. I would have deleted ESPN. I would have deleted um, thing. All I would wait for is the text from when y'all tell me, okay, so we just traded Jalen Brown to Portland. Mm. Okay, we just traded Marcus Smart to Phoenix. Jason Tatum, they're saying they're going to build around Jason Tatum. You feel me? Yeah. That's what would have happened. Mm. It would have been over. A rap. There is no coming back from that. Fans, media would have vo- linked up like Voltron and would have got each and every one of them niggas the fuck out of here. All of them. Jalen, you want to be with Kanye? Go to go play for do- for the Donda Doves, nigga. It's over. Jason, you want to be a late? You love Kobe so bad? No, we're not gonna trade you to fucking you insane nigga. We're not gonna trade you to the Lakers. Who who drafted Kobe? Charlotte. All right, here's Jason Tatum. Here, here, Mike. Congratulations. Congrats. He's a Jordan Brand athlete. Yeah. Oh, who wants grit and grind? Memphis. His his fucking Marcus Smart. That's what would have happened, bro. That's what would have happened. Happened. A great and I, and, here, and you know why? Under twenty five, yo. <laughs> and you know, and you know, because for me, and you, and you know, face, I, and awesome. you know why I knew that would have happened mm-hmm. is because I would not even be able to fight it. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to defend it. I wouldn't be able to do nothing. Because know what it is? You know what it would be like Thanos being like, doing the fucking, I'll do this shit myself. Like, here's the last it's part a wrap. Here's the last part I'll say about this. Because it's like, and this just has to do with 30 seconds. Boston fandom, okay? We are so fucking schizophrenic in, in terms of our assessment sometimes. Because my whole thing is like, look, as quote unquote frustrating as this is, right? Going through the growing pains with these dudes. Our oldest big dog is 25 years old. Oh, no. Oh, Marcus is 20. It's 25. Marcus okay? is 28. Um, you talking well, about Jalen is 25. Well, Marcus oh, is not in our big three. Big I'm dog. not calling him a big dog, though. I'm oh, really oh about, I'm, excuse me. I, I didn't I'm, know the I'm defensive really player of the year wasn't a big I, Yeah, for this team, Marcus is not my big dog because Marcus has continued to show me that he doesn't always make the proper big dog decisions. All right? My big dogs are... Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. So neither of which are over 25. This team goes where those two guys go yeah. with the most up, utmost respect for Marcus Smart. And the only reason why Marcus, and I think I said this earlier in one of our one of our podcasts, is like my thing with Marcus is, bro, I don't know which who you are. Are you gonna be the point guard today? The point guard or the point fraud? Mm-hmm. Which one is it going to be? And, and, and time and time again, in positions where your role as the point guard is to distribute that ball to get it to a JB or a JT or an Al in the post or, or to a Rob yeah, Williams yeah. on the lob, where it needs to be. I've seen you decide to take the shot for yourself. What was it, game six in Milwaukee when he took that shot and it got blocked by Drew? It was game five. Oh. Yeah, game no, five, the final it was possession. Game five, yep. Mm. Yeah, when it, when it was just a block. Like, like, it was like there's, there, those two points – in yeah, this playoff, where Marcus like looked like, like you said, he looked like he forgot how to play basketball. Forgot like, how to play basketball. Like it, whether and it was Game Five in Boston, and then Game Game Six in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, no game, no the Game Seven when you're rolling up the ball when we need to be running clock, mm-hmm. and then you're every time you there's a double team and yeah, Marcus, yeah, Marcus, you are open for that three, but, but you know what else is. 
you drive or you take two steps up, yep. they're collapsing on yep. you. You're fine. I mean, now that's your that's to, yeah. point guard Marcus Smart. And I don't want to harp on it because we won. We won. We're in the fucking we finals. Hey, we won. We're in the we're fucking in the finals. finals. And, 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 and like, go, go, go. We won. We're in the finals. But the reason why we're harping on it is because we got a sudden reminder of the negative behaviors this team can display in critical moments of the game that Ime has basically let us know, hey, I still haven't gotten that I still haven't gotten that out of our system yet. Yeah. They just just like when when the guys are after we we beat the we, after we we um lost game six and they were like, you know, halfway joking about it, but still very serious. Like, yo, we 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 like to make it hard on ourselves. Yeah, yeah. It, that that really is a that's there. I mean, look, we know we keep doing stupid shit. Stuff. We know there's still things that we're working on, and it is important that we work on these things because these are game winning and game losing things. Mm-hmm. If you're telling me you have JB and JT on the court for the final three and a half minutes of the game, and between the both of them, they get up less than two shots. So, yeah. Anything to me, anything less than six shots is ridiculous. Because yeah. they, they each need to get three, three or off. four and two. They should be trading off. It's really and, yeah, win, really. and win the bonus. Straight like, up. I, I, I'm, I'm big. My, my two, my, my big thing about JB and JT is this: to starting and finishing games. The first five minutes of the game, offense needs to run through both of them. In my in my opinion, it needs to run through both of them. In terms of we, they each need to get a look on the, on every possession. For those first five minutes and the final five minutes of the game, yeah, to, to yeah, get them both going and to and to let these defenses know you're going to have to deal with them because we as the Celtics, I feel like, let other teams off the hook when we allow JB to disappear for a few minutes when he's on the court because. Marcus is doing too much. Mm-hmm. Or, and, and then what that leads to is for those moments when JB's on the court and, and he doesn't have Marcus out there, he, he, he's the alpha on the, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the court, let's say, with the bench, right? Mm-hmm. There's still this, there's still this, not, I don't want to say the word expectation is the right word. There's still this sense that it's okay for us not to go through him, though. Yeah, even though yes, he's on the court. Yes, yes. And I don't know if that's the thing of him not demanding the ball enough. And even if that is... That's coaching. That's that's for email to be like, hey, look, JB's out here with y'all niggas. Y'all the bench. Y'all need to make sure the ball's working through him. Mm-hmm. That needs to happen here. Mm-hmm. That just needs to happen because even though it, it, it's yet to rear its ugly head, because I feel like in the final two minutes of the game, JB is still capable of doing what he needs to do, even though not getting the amount of opportunities that he should have been should be receiving, generally speaking here, mm-hmm. right? Because he's still taking the second most shots on our team, if not third some nights. It's just that JB should never not be in our top three shot takers. Yeah. In any given night. Of course. And, the, and from what I've seen is the number one reason why he is not is because our starting point guard in Marcus Smart is not doing enough to get him going. Marcus's number one job is the same number one job of any point guard, is to get all the niggas on the court with you, get them going. Mm-hmm. Your points will come to you. You will get open wide through wide open catch and shoot threes. You will get opportunities to attack the basket when you go up against these smaller guards and all that. And 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 and, and in the final moments of the game. I'm not saying you don't get to shoot the ball. What I'm saying is you are not the first option to shoot the ball. And then I've seen too many times this season in particularly, and this has been your first full season in terms of being our starter, where you have not held on to the point guard responsibilities properly. You've taken shots that Steph Curry wouldn't take. You've taken shots Trey Young wouldn't take. Marcus, you're saying has done that? Marcus has done this. And, and, and particularly with this, it's 
it's about the look, right? There's shots, there's shots Steph Curry has taken, threes, right? Even in, within his greatness, you see that moment of hesitation when he's like, yo, is Clay open though? Is somebody got it? Does anybody possibly? Have, even though the nine, nine, time, nine out of 10 times, the answer is going to be no. No one else has a better look than me. I'm fucking Steph Curry. He still has that point guard instinct to let me give it a second just to see. Nope. Shots up. Bang. Whereas with Marcus, there is no hesitation. How many times have we seen Marcus get that ball and we're screaming inwardly or outwardly, don't fucking shoot it. Pass that fucking shit. Look for somebody's open. There's nine seconds on this on the clock. There's 13 seconds on the clock. That ball should still be moving. Marcus is our primary ball, and 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 compared to Jason and, and Jalen, I think he does the the best job of it in terms of distributing the ball in general. Just that he can do better, and he needs to do better because at the end of the day, that's literally a part of his role. If you're turning to a player like Jason Tim, you say, Jason, we need you to pass the ball more. You can turn to Jason and say that. But in, 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 but in, but keeping in tune with the – keeping in tune to what a player like Jason Tim is, is there for, ideally, specifically in terms of how he plays in combination with his position, being a forward, you're not looking for the assist numbers to be up too high coming from your forward position. We compare it to your – point guard position. So if Jason walks away with, with a game yeah, of six yeah. or seven assists, oh, that's an amazing fucking game. So yeah, yeah. Boy, he did that yeah, shit. Yeah. Marcus, six or seven assists, eh, it could have been nine. It really yeah. could have been ten. Yeah, yeah. You got the shooters. Why, it doesn't seem that you're properly utilizing them enough. And those shots in, in game seven, those final minutes, all of everything he did, everything he did after that three and a half minute mark, quite frankly, he should have been benched. And the thing that, and the thing that sticks with me the most is and this is a shout out to Stephen A. Smith. Cause say what you want about the mother. Say say what you want about him. When he makes certain insights and, and sees certain trends in a game, you need to pay attention to that shit. Cause at halftime, the, his main thing was Marcus Smart is shooting the ball too much. He needs to tone that down a little bit. Cause that's what's gonna get the Celtics in trouble. And lo and behold, that's what put us in trouble in the, in, in the final moments of Game Seven. We're on route to essentially blow them out in those final three and a half minutes with the way the game was going and then it completely turned around into it turning around to what it was. Yeah, I mean... Blowout meaning we could have finished being there by like 19, 20 points. I'm sorry. I love, no, uh, um, no, I lost what I was just saying. No. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah. How do you guys feel about going into this into the finals. How do you guys feel about the finals? We spent 38 minutes talking about game seven and Miami, that whole series. How do you guys feel about going into this next game? Alec, how do you feel into um, game one tomorrow night? I mean, I guess I'm feeling confident. Like, like you were just saying, we just spent all that time talking about game seven, but on our last pod, I was talking about how, like I believe in us and our coaching and our team and, even though that last three minutes of game seven against Miami, like it almost kind of shit the bed a little bit, but we pulled through. Right. And it's kind of like how we've always have done this year so far. Like, yeah, I believe in our resilience. I believe in our mental resolve mm -hmm. and I believe in our guys to be able to make smart plays. I love Ime as our coach. So, um, I'm feeling confident, I guess. I mean, I am scared though, obviously, because it is Golden State. They're right. champions. They've been champions for a, for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, they know how to win. Um, and they've been here the most, yeah. like in 
recent times. Right. And they're the they're the Goliath to right. our David. Yeah. And it's time to slay this nigga. So right, straight up. So straight um, up. I'm feeling good and I'm I'm feeling I, I'm feeling ready. Yeah. To go to battle. Like I, right. I, I, I like we're as prepared as we're gonna be. I know today and today is Wednesday. Marcus was talking about he has some issues, I think, lingering with his ankle or something, but he's going to play. Mm -hmm. um, Robert Williams has some shit he's dealing with, but he's going to play. So, I mean, this is it. This is – if there was any moment to kind of, like, play through something, right. this play is through an injury or play through whatever you're dealing with, it's now. Right. And I think, I think this team kind of, like, leaves it out all on the floor, and I think they embody that really well. And I think, yeah. like – so, yeah, all in all, I'm confident and I'm ready. Yeah. So, yeah. Shit, I shit. I mean, I couldn't put it better myself. I mean, I think that like, I think that like, you know, what I've spent a lot of time doing during this playoffs is like, you know, in through being like on Twitter and so like that, like and being on social media, and, and it's really just more so to hear like other fans. You have the, you you have the opportunity to like hear other fans and through other not only just social media but other podcasts. Like I've been listening to like. Through the Nets series, I was looking. I was listening to the the Locked On Nets podcast, and then the Bucks series. I was listening to the Locked On Bucks podcast, and then this series, I was looking to listen to Locked On um, Heat podcast. Um, to hear people, to hear other like people that have spent a lot of time. Because even this season, I think I watch out of the eighty two Celtics games. I think I watched at least seventy five of them. I either watched or tracked closely 80 of them. You know what I mean? And um, so I spent, we've spent a lot of time with this team and I wanted to hear from other, other, other places, you know? And like, I've heard from, I wanted to hear from other places, like even like listening. So it's like when I, so now when I look at like the Celtics, I don't, us getting, like people have harped on the way that we got here, you know, like, yo, you almost blew it in the end to get here. I don't look at it that way. Mm -hmm. I look at it as we won. Yeah. And that's, that and that's all that matters because and the reason why I, I look at it that way is because when I sit up here and I'm on Twitter and I hear other fans from other teams and listen to the to the podcast and things like that, all of these things, even with the even with the Warriors, they spend so much time analyzing their team the same way we analyze our team that you listen to that Locked On Warriors podcast and they're like, I'm just fucking waiting for fucking Draymond Green's dumbass to start <laughs> shooting these fucking threes, starts turning the fucking ball over like he always fucking does. Fucking bam, this nigga hasn't showed up for shit. Fucking Drew um, Holiday. Is, 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 exactly. Trade this nigga. Trade this nigga Drew Holiday. We're paying this nigga fucking 30 million so we can play good one night and then shoot 19% from the field the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. like it kind of disarms yeah. everybody yeah. to me yeah yeah it disarms them yeah so it's like when i look at like the celtics problems i don't look at the problems like i don't look at them like the like those are like the death stroke problems no. yeah, that are gonna no. you know no. what i mean no. yeah. i look at it like no very fixable this very... is fixable yeah it's not all the time yeah and it's this team has gotten to the finals this let's, team was the let's... number two seed in the league this team won now this team from january so-and-so was the best team in the league the mm. best defense in the league mm. and you you got robert williams out here clearly hurt marcus smart clearly hurt playing through it doesn't matter that we missed game one they both missed game one in this series they you know what i mean mm. all these things and i'm like Give us our fucking credit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Give this Celtics Bro. team the fucking credit. And the and the one thing on the other side of that, right, is when I listen to the Warriors side of things, right? The thing about the Warriors, right, that I didn't even like at the end of the day, the Bucks were the defending champions. The Nets were the Nets, the, the defending champions. Miami was Miami. They've been to the finals. When I listen to the Warriors podcasts, when I hear their fans, when I see their media talk, and this is me talking about like going into the series, all I see from them is they're not even talking about the Celtics. They're not even talking about the Celtics. All they're talking about is a legacy. Mm-hmm. A fraudulent legacy all, at that, but I'll yeah, get into that when I... When all, I yeah. all they're talking about is what this championship could mean to them. Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not talking about like... It's kind of like... Because they're insecure. Yeah, like... They're, it's like... All they're talking... Like, you have Draymond Green yesterday, like still doing podcasts. <laughs> yeah. KD response, he's going back and forth with KD yeah. about Steph and legacy and, mm-hmm. and this shit. And you have game one in two days. Yo, bro. It's, it's. You have game one in two days. And this is where it starts to piss me off because it's like. It's like they're talking about us like we're some fuck, like we're just happy to be here. Yeah. They're talking about us like we're some fucking JV team. Like we're just they're another step. about the experience that the Warriors have in finals. Like, 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 nigga, like, like the Warriors aren't, like the Warriors haven't lost two finals. Mm. Y'all, y'all are walking in there like, like, care, careful, like. Careful, Chuck. You're going to take my whole stick. Like, dog, the, the, the Warriors are three and two. In the finals. I, I, so it's kind of like, to me, it's like, yo, like, and, and that's where my like. You, they're, they're officially three and two. In my count, they're two and three. Let, let, me, let me get to my, my thing about this. Oh, Celtics. yeah. Meaning like you feel like their first championship that first trip was, was, yeah, was, right. was a fraud. And, and that's where their insecurities lie. Yeah. That's where their insecurities Look, lie. Going, going to the series, I have the Celtics winning respectfully in six. Respectfully in six. Gotcha. Disrespectfully, a gentleman sweeping five. Gotcha. And I knew I was talking big shit about the Heat, but when I said that about the Heat, I knew I was talking big shit about the Heat, and that was more so wishful thinking mm-hmm. versus versus because I was afraid of the onslaught we were going to have to go through, and we did have to go through that onslaught. We just survived it. Mm-hmm. I think the beatdown Jimmy and the Heat put on us was worse than the beatdown Giannis and the Bucks Definitely. put on us. Yeah. Because the entire Heat team is physical. Yes. Right? Yes. That's, with that, and that's, and that, yeah, from yeah. the, yes, go ahead, go yeah. ahead. So, with that said, if the referees call this game 50 50 down the middle, this finals down the middle, we would get these niggas up out of here in five, maybe six games. Yeah, we, we wouldn't. Just off we the wouldn't. physicality of the game alone. Because so here's the thing about the Warriors the Warriors on paper are three and two in their last five championship runs. Just to remind everyone, that first championship run, Steph Curry in every round went up against a team who lost their premier point guard, their starting point yeah, guard yep. mm-hmm. at a time where the NBA was still in the, the thick of that transition of every yeah, point team had an amazing yeah. point guard, yeah. including in the finals when Kyrie and Kevin Love goes down. Okay? That's year one, you win your finals. Year two, you go back to the finals. You lose to the Cavs after winning 70-plus games. You lose to the Cavs after being up 3-1. After who was talking shit? Klay Thompson was talking shit. Where it got back to LeBron, big LeBron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we know. And he, he took yeah, you guys yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Now, 
So you guys lose that. Now you bring in Katie. You get those two championships. All right? And then, correct me if I'm wrong, the following, the third, third year in a row, they, they went, lose they the lose, Raptors. but Katie got injured. And Clay, and got, Clay injured. got injured. Yes. And they lost to who again? Raptors. The Raptors. Okay? When you look at the lineage, and I'm not taking away any, any anything away from any of their championships. They won the championships. They, they won it. They're the champions. Same thing about the whole Mickey Mouse ring. No, there's no Mickey Mouse ring. You're a champion. You won that year. Okay? What I'm saying is there's levels to this. I mean, you did and say it, that them, their rings are fraudulent, though. So I mean, they, they, well, they, they, they are fraudulent. You they are fraudulent. They're fraudulent. They're fraudulent in this context, right? Okay. They're fraudulent in this context. There has never been a finals, with the exception of the second year that they won it with KD, where it was clear and obvious they were the better team, and they showed it. Even though in that first finals, they I believe they, they still swept or, or beat them in five, the Cavs, that yeah, first time yeah, with yeah. KD. Mm-hmm. But even that that first one was still competitive from from the way my marriage, it was a Yeah, yeah, it was sweep. competitive. You know where where I mean? the second one was just a sweep. It was just, a blowout. It was, yeah, a, yeah. it was just a blowout. Mm-hmm. You know? So of your of your three rings, two of the three you've won were because of KD was there and he had to be there. And that was evidenced by the fact of what happened in year two when you guys lost to, to, to the Cavs after that 70 plus one season. KD didn't come there and that was a good bonus. KD came there and you guys needed a, the, mm-hmm. the likes of a Kevin Durant to beat the likes of a LeBron James mm-hmm. team. I say all this because the, the there's... There's nothing fearful about this Warriors team. There's nothing that I see them doing on, on the offensive side of the ball or the defensive side of the ball anymore, right? That has me like, oh my God, hot perplexed. Like, mm-hmm. how are we gonna stop that? Yeah, they're not, they're not, they're not the they are and, right, and, they, and the last part I'll say about to add on to this, the thing that people forget about the Warriors, and I'll go and I'll go back to year one when they won it, even though they, they didn't have to go up against any real point guards because they were all injured. Mm-hmm. Those first few years of that Warriors team. All the glitz and glamours went to Steph and Clay for the threes, but it was that fucking defense, defense. that was doing and it. And their interior defense. nobody talked about. And their interior defense. They had Bogut, they had, they had um, Zaza, they had yeah. so-and-so, they had um, Draymond was Javille. dripping any power forward or center who dared to dribble one time in the paint. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah, they had Javel It was McGee, bad. They had, yeah, they had, if you look at half of those threes, or or if you look at their fast break threes, those teams were hitting, which was, I was at my mercy, at least a quarter, if not to a third of the threes that they were hitting were all created off of defensive plays that started in the paint. Yeah, yeah. In the paint. Yeah, and like, like to me, to me, it's like this is not the same Warriors team. Yeah. This isn't this isn't the run-up. This isn't this isn't the same Warriors team. All these all these guys are older. Clay is coming. Clay is not the same Clay. Clay's telling you his Steph, lateral movement still isn't where he needs Steph, it to be. Yes, Steph is not the same Steph. He's not going nuclear the way that 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 Steph used to go nuclear. Draymond is still Draymond, and he's not that great. Like he's <laughs> he's good, of course. Draymond's still Draymond, but like he's not like guy. you know. Sure, um, they Hall don't have they, they have yeah. a very they have a very young core. Young, young. They have very young supporting, supporting, char- supporting characters. And mature young. Yeah, we we have to worry about a uh, Jordan Poole and uh, Jordan Poole and, and Andrew Wiggins. Like, like, I look at the the Celtics. The issues that we had offensively, because that's the thing that people that people like fail to remember. Like, whether the Bucks in the Heat were real. 
defensive yeah. juggernauts. Yeah. Yeah. Re- like they're going to, they gave us problems. Spolster, Budenhoser, uh, those coaches. You know what I mean? No. I'm not worried about us scoring against no. the Warriors. No. Every day. And historically, we've played the Warriors fantastically. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I'm waiting for, for Brad Stevens to, to walk down before the game or game before, <laughs> like, to walk down before the game and give Eme the book, nigga. He's like, this is how I shut these niggas down. For real. You look at the record during this tenure from 2014, the Celtics are the only team with a winning record yeah. against the Warriors. And it's not like small. No. You know what I mean? And it's like, this team, from a true basketball perspective, from a JB like isn't going to seven and two. JB still gave the Heat average twenty four points, mm-hmm. six rebounds, four assists. Mm-hmm. Jason um, still averaged twenty six points, seven or eight rebounds, six assists against the fucking against this this Heat PJ defense. Tucker. Against this Heat defense, Jimmy right? Butler coming at you, Oladipo, who should have been yeah, starting yeah, yeah, that series upon reflection. And you got and you got JB trying to drive. He's getting slapped when he's driving, mm-hmm. turning the ball over. The, the, he's not gonna have to worry about that with the with the with the Warriors. How are y'all going to defend? I even before the game, right? And this is what pissed me off. Even before the game, like I listen to like how these guys talk, how uh, the Warriors media talk this and the third. And like I, I was watching like the the com. I came home and the Comcast channel was on, and it was Eddie House asking one of the one of the Warriors reporters, right? And they're like, and they're like, so so it's like he was like, so the Warriors they're not even worried about the Celtics offense. Like the only thing they're talking about, the only thing y'all are talking about is like talking about the Celtics the Celtics defense. And that's like the only he's like, are like are they worried about the Celtics offense at all and he's like he's like yeah yeah you know you gotta worry about the, 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 but, the, but, the, but it's the, the Celtic defense though this, I'm like oh oh so you think that's the thing the Warriors think that no matter what if we get it going the Celtics won't be able to keep up yeah offensively oh man okay <laughs> they think the Celtics won't be able to keep up offensively yeah. that's what they're banking Cause, on because they're not thinking like oh wait we have to defend this team they're thinking we're gonna be tri- we're gonna try and break this defense down mm-hmm. where it's like here's the thing you're gonna be able to crack the Celtics defense but only for a little while yeah you might be able to crack it for a quarter you know but I know on your defensive end, yeah. you have no one to stop Jason Tatum, nope. no one to defend Jalen Brown off the dribble, no no bigs at all you, that can stop Al Horford. Um, 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 you guys aren't physical enough, mm-hmm. so you're not really going to bother us offensively. You know what's so crazy about that, though, especially in the Heat series? The Heat series was probably the first NBA playoff series, and, and we know how people say the, the NBA is a game of runs. Yeah, the Heat Celtics series was a game of defensive runs. Defensive runs, yeah. They're about to give you five minutes of no baskets. Uh-huh. Yep. The Heat about to shut yep. us down for the next six minutes. Yep. That's why a 12-point, a 12-0 run in the first quarter can win you a fucking game. Yep. We beat them in the first quarter of the game for all mm-hmm. intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. We'll walk that 15-2 run, mm-hmm. and they just held on to the lead. Just held on. Just so held on. when you're coming out of that, going up against, because again, like fans or the media, 
everyone's a casual to a certain degree. They're going to look at the Celtics and look at, look at our offensive performance in these last two rounds while at the same time discounting the Bucks' defense we have to mm-hmm. go through and the Heat's and the defense, defense we have, we have to, to go through while, while thinking that, and to me, that's the right way to play. Mm-hmm. Defense wins championships. I don't yep. give a fuck what nobody says. Of course. Defense wins you the championship. Yes. Meanwhile, the Warriors in all their rounds for all intents and purposes were going, to be going up against teams trying to beat the Warriors at the Warriors' own game while forgetting when the Warriors were really winning, the Warriors were also playing defense. Yeah. So the Mavs out here trying to do this shit with Luka without playing no defense. Mm-hmm. The Grizzlies did it with the defense, but it goes back to the Warriors year one. Your, your, your main point guard, John Morant, isn't 100% healthy, so he can't really close you out the way I was picking the, the, the Grizzlies to beat the Warriors in that second round, mm-hmm. right? And then in your first round matchup, Warriors, who did they place in the first round? Um... I can't remember. It doesn't I, I, it, matter. It, 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 uh, it escapes right now, but it doesn't matter. But ultimately, this is also an indictment about where the Eastern Conference stands yeah, right exactly. now as a whole. Exactly. Western we, Conference we, the Celtics are whole. coming out of the better conference. Yeah. The better conference. Like, like, have you seen those memes where people say, like, if if the Heat, no, if the Celtics and the Warriors could take a, a player from each round that they won and what their teams were like, and the Warriors would have picked up Luka, um, John Morant, and and Jokic because that's what they right, played in the yeah, first round right they Jokic. played yeah the Nuggets right and then they the, the, the Celtics would have picked up KD KD Giannis, Giannis and, and Jimmy Butler, Butler. Yeah. Like, yeah yeah bro yeah. y'all don't understand what's going on and again yeah. all guys since 2004 Detroit Pistons team and if anybody who ever wants to question me about well, why Jeremy really believe that defense this defense because the Warriors have this offense or who, whoever has this offense 2004 Detroit Pistons versus LA Lakers that's all I got to say about that. You see a team, when a team's playing a defense to a certain level, you can have Jordan, Magic, and Kareem out there. It don't matter. Yeah. Because it's, that defense, when it's on a certain level, it's on a certain level to a point where the same way certain offensive players, you throw certain defensive players, it doesn't matter because that offensive player just going to get it. Mm-hmm. Better, better, better O than D. Yeah. When it comes to the team aspect, I've never seen a team with a prolific offense beat a team with a prolific defense. And across all sports, across all sports, I've yet to see it. Um, yeah. So I mean, we got two minutes. We don't want to go over an hour. It's only supposed to be thirty minutes. Um, but uh, I mean, listen, this is a podcast before the before the game. We'll get down to our predictions. Um, Celtic, um, Jeremy, you have Celtics and six. Um, Alec, you have you have Celtics and six. I think Celtics and six. I have Celtics in six. I think that we're going to exact our demons We've and win this at home in Boston um, because we've had a tough road. Um, we're road warriors, and that's and to me that shows we're indicative of our t- of this team. Um, I think we we I think we finally take care of home. I think we finally take care of home in this finals, and we win banner number eighteen. Right before we go, a minute, a minute thirty left. Do you have us winning game one? I have us winning game two, losing game three, winning game four, losing game five, winning game six. What? That's with winning game one. Winning game one. We're gotcha. gonna win the first two games in Oakland. in in Golden State. Um, how about you, Alec? You have us winning game one. I'll have us winning game one. Yeah, I. Also have us winning game one. I think we're going to shock them 
And I think they're going to think that we're not going to have energy, mm -hmm. but we are going to have energy <laughs> because we just ran through the gauntlet. And, yeah. and one minute left, I, yeah, I think we, we ran through the gauntlet, yeah. and they and gauntlet have I, energizes you and too. They have been sitting. Yeah, they have been sitting. Mm -hmm. We we are not afraid to play on the road. We're not afraid to play when motherfuckers think we bet against us. And they've been sitting, haven't been tested since it, the second round, right? And y'all and y'all haven't played this kind of defense. So it, so what happens when you when you've been sitting at home and then you play a great defense and you don't get it going yeah. easily? I, the, the Warriors going to get it going. And here's the thing: I'm going to say this before we go: we aren't going to sweep these. We are not going to sweep this team. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to expect for us to sweep this team. Mm -hmm. And I say this to all our listeners. I say this to everybody. Please let's not overreact to one loss. We, we're not going to sweep this team. Don't overreact to one loss. That's episode whatever the fuck. <laughs> Boston Bro Show. We'll holla at you. Peace. Peace.